What's up everyone and welcoming you to the first episode of my story as a Nigerian kid by Dirisu Tanimola. Before I start this story, it involves domestic violence, homosexuality, pains, setbacks and lots of intriguing audios to hear. And shout out to Kennedy, Ose, Yemin, Ifemi and Likon, I cite all of you. I also appreciate my good friends and family, God bless you all. I'll be saying shocking stories of Nigerian kids who later survived the struggles on this channel but today we'll be talking about mine. I am saying all these stories to people, especially kids who feel they are facing the worst struggle or are giving up due to condition life has placed them in one way or the other. I just want to use this channel to tell them that whatever struggle they encounter, whatever struggle they face, they should always believe that no matter how difficult it is for them, they should never give up. I was born on the 15th of September 2000 in a suburb area of Port River State, Nigeria, into a polygamous family. My dad is Igbo, sorry, my dad is Yoruba and my mom is Igbo, so I have two travel pedigrees. My dad worked as a security officer in a reputable company in Port and my mom's business is unknown to me, so I can't say exactly what she did at that time of my birth. At only um, a few months old, my mom left me with my dad to cater for my needs, reasons only known to her and was never to be seen again. When my dad felt the responsibility of being a father weighed him down, he left Potako for Lagos and left me with my grandma to take care of me, who took care of me till I was enrolled in a primary school. In Form 5, I was told that my dad came back home and I was so glad to meet him. When I saw him, I ran to him, we were happy together, he hugged me, he threw me up, he caught me. I was, so, I was just so glad. Later that night, he told me bedtime stories. Day after he left for, for Portacourt and I never saw him again. I don't think he returned while I was in primary school, so I'll proceed to my secondary school education. So I attended three secondary schools whose name I will keep disclosed. The first was an Anglican school in Oak State and that's where my exposure to homosexuality started. Um, I was very nonchalant in school. I was not devoted to my studies at all. I, I, I always thought book was for the bookworms, so I didn't have time for it. One time I was with a senior student in the hostel. We were just talking together and a group of us were talking together. The group of a group were talking together and he came and he told me that I wanted to pack his clothes at the back of the hostel. I was first wondering because he was someone I didn't used to speak with. We don't talk together so I was wondering why would you tell him to follow you to the back of the hostel but I just had to answer him due to the fact that he was a senior. When we got to the back of the hostel he told me that I wanted to pee, that I should wait. Okay. I said that I was going to wait. Then, while waiting for him, he just appeared from nowhere and grabbed me, pulling my shorts. <laughs> I was shocked, not that I couldn't react violently or I couldn't push him off or I couldn't tell him I didn't like it, but I was just shocked that what could have happened because I have never experienced or I had never experienced that kind of thing a guy the guy actually having sex so the next thing was that I felt his groin in my bum and I thought that was how life was so when it was done he 
told me to clean up that I shouldn't tell anyone. Then since then I started having interest in guys. Like I loved guys so much I couldn't stay with a guy overnight in a room. Even in those days then I couldn't just do it. I loved guys so 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 much. But we're caught then, we're punished severely. But nothing happened for a while and um, I still had secret sexual encounter with three to four seniors. So when I was in GS3, I was caught having sex with a senior and um, people were against it. Like people really hated me then because they were like, ah, we caught you in GS1 and you're doing it again in GS3. They They didn't even want to hear me at all. They just hated me and boys never talked to me. Even girls were running away from me. The school authorities called me to the assembly and um, they they just embarrassed me like me and the guy. They just embarrassed two of us that were doing gay, that were homosexual and they just started abusing us and uh, people started seeing us as bad eggs and stuff like that. So because of the frustration and the shame, I had to lie to my grandmother that I wanted to see my father who left me in form 5. So my grandmother was like, what was the relationship? That, what happened? That, how come I was just thinking about my father? That What happened? Though my grandmother knew, my grandmother knew about the gay story that happened. But she didn't know the type of pain I was feeling in school, so she couldn't tell that this was this was what I was feeling in school. So she could, she was she she refused that I couldn't go, but I had to threaten her. I told her that if she didn't allow me to go, I was going to kill myself. She warned me that I shouldn't go there. That place is not a place for me to go to. That if I go there. I was going to see the other side of life but I just I ignored her and I told her that I wanted to go that I was tired then she allowed me so my father came to Jebodi to pick me up then we went to Portacourt when I got to Portacourt I was so happy that wow so I can even leave my house to another city I was so happy I, I, I was so happy being in another man's land I was happy in being another tribe exactly I was just too happy so my father enrolled me in a new school but subsequently I discovered my daddy's attitude changed towards me ah, he would beat me most times for not feeding the dogs he would beat me slap me for unjust reasons he, most times he would even break ceramic plates on my head because I don't prepare my own food with his own then I started wondering ah, is this not the same father that I had when I was in form 5 that I even want to go and that was that ignored my grandma's warning not to go and meet ah. then I began to abhor hatred for him too and I swore to myself I swore to God that I will never ever respect him so I started to behave rudely I behaved so rude that he himself he knew that I was rude. Like we're living a cat and dog life. The neighbors around were always holding several meetings because of just two of us. We are always giving people sleepless nights due to the noises we make. And um, 
due to his work, he always come back on a Friday night. Then he leave Monday morning. So from that Monday to Friday, everywhere was always peaceful. But you see, as from that Friday to that Monday morning, forget it. Forget it. You can't sleep in that in that neighborhood because it's either we are shouting or we are breaking something or we are making noise. So when I got enrolled into the new school, I liked this guy. I saw this guy and I liked him. I took interest in him. He liked me too. We I liked I liked him so much that every day we would always meet every day we would always meet when other people were having prep we would meet and be doing rubbish so one day we were having sex in the school toilet during prep and the guard came the guard caught us and he saw us and he was like ah what happened you are sweating you are both naked your your body is dirty what's what's going on here and um we had to lie down and because of no touch lights that we had to that we fell down and um stuff like that then he told us to wait and i went to call the porter when that one came that one started beating us they started beating us they beat us to the extent that i was bleeding like they they really 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 beat us at that point at that point I told myself that I was not going to involve myself in any form of homosexuality again in my life. So, after like six days, my father was called to school. And um, I remember it was a Friday. He was called to school and uh, I was waiting for him to come. And when he saw me, he approached me and I was like, what happened? Why would they call him? I told him that nothing happened. He was like, ah, because they never called him urgently before. Why would they call him? So we entered the principal's office together, and um, in front of me, the principal handed him my suspension letter. And when he opened it and he saw it, he just flared up. He was so angry. He was. He started beating me. He tore my clothes. I was naked. Thank God that it was a Friday. The students were having fellowship, so it wasn't a type of thing that people had to gather it was just a few teachers that were there it beats me like from the school it beats me till we got home so he used that as an excuse to express his hatred for me and kept on maltreating me so so much that he would just walk up to me and start abusing me calling me gay that i fuck guys that fuck boy just abusing me maltreating me unjustly i then called my grandmother and i told her that i wanted to return home that i couldn't bear it again because i was just tired of how he was treating me i cried over the phone and i i regretted coming to Portacot to see my dad then my grandma actually agreed for me to come back because my grandma never wanted me to come back because she was like she want me then why would I come back after she has warned me not to go then I begged her and begged her then she allowed me to come back so when I came back to Jebode I promised myself never to involve myself like I said before in homosexuality 
So I went to the third secondary school. Still, I was never serious. I was always the average student. I was always the one that you catch throwing paper. I was always the one that you catch singing in class. I was always the one that you catch. I was not serious in school. I even repeated the class twice in that school. So I discovered that I, I repeated the first time, I repeated the second time. This is, I'm going to become a grandpa in the class in no time. So I made a decision that I was not going to attend that school again due to the shame I was having. So I left school and I started attending extra classes. That was all this, um, all this jam, grab all this jam lesson and stuff. So I was doing okay there at those jam lessons. I was doing, I was doing okay. Like I saw improvement. Not until I heard that my father said he was returning to Ijebode to start a new life. <laughs> I knew that this coming back is going to be a very, 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 very dangerous one. I was really scared because I was asking my, I was even asking my grandma. I asked at times without number that is he going to go back how many months how many years is he going to use i was so scared but i made sure i decided that i was going to make sure he was happy with me and there would not be fights or whatsoever but when he came back he never changed he still behaved the same way he was always shouting though he never maltreated me that much like the way he did in Porta Copa. He was always shouting and we're still fighting always we're always tearing our shirts and stuff like that. So one night I finished my post to me and um we we're both in the living room we we're watching TV then he started abusing me started insulting me calling me names started saying I was a gay that I'm this dumb guy then when he noticed that I did not reply, he, wonder, he was wondering that, ah, see this guy that I'm talking to, he don't even reply me, he don't give me a word, so I'm the one wasting my saliva, Abby. Then he broke his ceramic plate on the floor because he was actually eating when he was talking. We were watching TV together and he started stabbing me all over. He started stabbing, stabbing me, stabbing me, stabbing me. I was bleeding, I was making noise. Because the game was on, so people couldn't hear my voice. I was making noise. Oh God, help me, help me, help me. He he held me tight, he pinned me tight to the floor and he was stabbing me. Stabbing me, stabbing me. Thank God that my grandma overheard or she heard all the noise I was making. I was making. Then she came out of her room. When she came out, she saw what happened. She stopped him and he stopped. He stopped when he came but the cuts he had on me was so much he had cut my wrist so deep that it was close to a vein then there was blood everywhere and um he even told me to mop the blood he told me that i would be the one to mop the blood by myself i mopped everything i okay i asked him then the next day we went to the hospital i had 18 stitches on that wrist 18 i was i felt the pain and i i was i cried and because i never imagined that something like that could ever happen to me like they would actually stitch my hand due to that the due to that i was so 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 angry and 
it triggered the anger in me. What I experienced triggered the anger in me. So I posted what it did on Twitter. I posted it on Twitter. I had lots of retweets. I, I think I had like 40,000 retweets. I even had retweets from from influencers. I had retweets, yeah. I had retweets from I think yeah, from Pamilleri, yeah. Pamilleri, Dr. Pam Pam. I had retweets from him. I had retweets from um this Alex Alex um also of Edu Boy or something like that. I had retweets from they message a lot of people. They even wanted to open a GoFund me for me but i told them that no that i was just paid i don't need their money that i just want justice that i wanted to get my father arrested so i had this friend whose uncle was a police officer so he told me that he would help me so we went to his uncle's side and we got my dad arrested so when we got to the station and they asked him ah, why did you do that to your child he told her that it was self-defense that I wanted to kill him, that I strangled him on the floor. Ah, uh-uh. when did I strangle you on the floor? He told me that he told her that that's how I always do that. One day I wanted to kill him with a knife. Okay. They told him that they ex- they explained to him that he should never do that again. If not, the next time he does it, he he wouldn't take it lightly. Then they asked him that what do I want. At first I told her that they should just put him in the cell for like three days. He should himself he should feel how it is. But I just reasoned that ah, this is my father, he gave birth to me. And I told her that they should leave him alone. That I just wanted to tell him that he shouldn't try what he did. That there are still some ants that are capable of holding him down. He shouldn't feel that um because he he worked at a security officer, he, he is actually equivalent to a military officer. But still he reduced the way he talked to he reduced the way he beats me he reduced the way he insulted me but he was still showing it he he was still showing it after that he, he still told me that Shevi, you 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 went to arrest me i'm going to do my own back i was just laughing like what 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 kind of character is this from a father to a son but the last time i recall his maltreatment was when I went to his shop to help him to sell some of his um, goods. You know, when you want to sell goods, you know you have to have um, you have to write dates so you know actually. Okay, today this is number of goods I've sold. To, um, I sold this number yesterday, so I did a mistake. I actually took eleven for twelve instead of twelve. So when he saw you, were like, ah guy you are you stealing my money because it was like I, I am stealing his money from the shop because of the date i wrote and i was i told him that i cannot steal your money and the date that i wrote there is just a mistake i'm going to change it back and i changed it back and i was like i'm changing his own handwriting again i showed him that um this handwriting is mine and i changed it i didn't do anything wrong there that's how he just got annoyed, flared up, he started, we started fighting our, our normal and usual fights, started shouting, and people gathered, people were like, leave yourself, leave yourself, and there were these street dogs that actually came to watch too, I think he actually, he knows one of them, and he told them that they should beat me up, 
that all of them should gather and beat me up that I was going to pay them. That's how they took me and they started beating me. They started beating me and started beating me. They beat me to the extent that they almost or they wanted to burn me alive. But thank God that a woman a woman came to the scene and she was like, ah, what happened? So they they left me alone. They had pity on me. Those guys had pity on me and we planned my escape. When my dad was not looking, we planned my escape and I actually took another route. I ran away. So while I was running, I ran into another street. When I got into another street, those boys, they saw how dirty I was and how rough I was. They thought I was a thief. They had, they came and they were like, ah, where was I coming from? I tried to explain them to them that I'm not a thief, that my dad tried to kill me by sending thugs to beat me and they never ever believed they want they they them to they they beat me they really really beat me but i think through god's intervention they they discovered that i was not lying and they left me alone so when i got to i told my grandma i explained to her she when she saw it she cried she was so mad and she she was she was so mad at my father and she was really 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 like what would have happened that you want to burn your only son she called my uncles and my aunts abroad them they they, they they were really 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 mad at my dad and they told me that i should never ever go to to his shop again i should not even do anything to do with it i should not have anything to do with him again even myself i was ready not to have anything to do with him because i could not stand it so it went on like that it went on like that i most times i don't even see his face for a week two weeks i will live in the same compound once he's coming like this i'm 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 off to my room once he leaves like this i'm coming back to the sitting room or to the living room rather so one day one day i was in the living room and he entered when he saw me i was like okay today is another day but not to fight it when he saw me he smiled and um, he just he smiled i was like yeah smart okay when last did this happen since from five god he smiled at me and he, he brought out something wrapped and he gave it to me and he said he bought this for me ah uh-uh, you bought this one for me yes he said he bought this for me ah i was so happy someone that i don't think would even buy a pen for me is buying this kind of thing he bought that thing for me ah then i i i i, I was so happy i felt this is not the father I have. No, 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 no. Maybe he's using this one to trap me so that I will come to his house. I'll be so that I also I will come to his house because we lived, we lived in different houses, but in the same compound there was two. We have two houses in the compound. So I thought maybe he wanted to use this one to trap me or drag me to his house and he'll beat me. The next day he did it. A day after he did it. Then, when he, when he, then after. If he comes, he's going to tell me to sit down. We'll sit down together and he'll tell me, how is school? How are you doing? How, how is life? 
it would even joke with me that oh, now I hope you are keeping girlfriends now because I don't want you to be beating boys every time. And I was wondering that ah, when last can this really happen to me? Like I was so happy. As is then, since then, he has been so good to me that I can say it anywhere now that he's the best dad in the world. Any fucking way. Sorry. I'm sorry. Anywhere I can say that he's the best dad in the world. So I want to use this to tell other people that no matter what you're facing, no matter challenge, no matter struggle, no matter how it is, difficult for you just know that there's still going to be an end to it there is still going to be an end no matter how it is there's still going to be an end to whatever you are facing in this life um thank you for listening to my story thank you for using your time to listen to it thank you for downloading it thank you for subscribing as usual i'm going to give you another intriguing story next week friday Thank you very much. God bless you.